Welcome to the Awake, Create, Inspire podcast, the inspiration you need to feel body confident from the inside out. If this is your first time here, welcome and thank you for listening. The Awake, Create, Inspire podcast is your guide to help you achieve your ideal body. If you like today's episode and want exclusive content, sign up to Aaron's VIP newsletter at AaronOsman.com and connect on Instagram at AaronNOsman. Now, here is your host, Aaron Osman. What is happening? Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode about self-love and all the bits and bobs that come from that that may weave into it as we go along this journey together and share some uh, philosophy, some of my own personal experiences, some ideas around that. And with the hope and intention that it may broaden your, your view, it may deepen your commitment to and allow you to move forward in areas that will increase your ability to find favor within yourself, liberate you from the pressures that media and marketing and influences are, are having on each of us today and have control and define and, and pursue a path that will be an alignment to what you want that makes you happy and brings a sense of satisfaction, a sense of joy and fulfillment in your life. What I've what I've noticed of late is there are a lot of people coming out expressing this need or driving this idea of self-love, that they have uh, an innate desire to accept the way that they are, to love themselves and not be influenced anymore by what marketing, what products, what media, what other influences are saying that they should look like what's fashionable, what's not, and that their body is a direct link to their value. And I think that's great, personally. I th- I, I, I'm totally supportive, supportive of people sharing this message with as many people as they possibly can, and it's resonating. The public, women more particularly than men, although we do fit under the same umbrella, are getting behind it. They're expressing how inspired they are by certain posts that people are putting up about themselves, their bodies, sharing their journey, sharing their story. And I thought I'd just share, you know, jump on the bandwagon and share with you my ideas, uh, a little bit of my philosophy and story behind that because I had to also deal with body image issues, self-esteem, learning to love myself and value myself enough. You know, I have a desire, I have a dream to be sharing my message with hundreds of thousands of people to be recognized as someone that inspires people and helps them connect the dots with their own journey, helps them see things from different angles and perspectives so they can get a greater insight into what is going to work for them, what is what actions they can take to improve their life, to improve the quality of their life, to take back, to liberate themselves so that they can go on to be living a fulfilled and successful life in the way that they design and choose. And so to do that and to and to even get to the point where I share this information, there certainly had to be a lot of coaching, self-coaching on my part to have the courage to put the stuff out there. And it all comes back to self-love, self-esteem. So I just want to share with you a little bit about my journey from the past and why this topic is important, why I'm pursuing this topic in a different way to help women. And and if there's any men that come along the journey, I certainly welcome them to look at themselves first to identify to identify their value to identify their purpose so then they can build everything around that including their physical body 
So I remember years ago, yeah, as a little child, I was always a, a thin kid, a skinny kid that was always told I needed to eat more. Always told by adults, I'm, I'm too skinny, you're too skinny, you need to eat more, you need to put on some weight. And I was always told this from time and time again. And as the story kept being told to me, it had an effect upon the way that I viewed myself because I started to believe that I was too skinny. I needed to eat more to fit in. I needed to be what they expected me to be physically. The way that I looked at myself, you know, even getting changed into uh, in and out of clothes, there was a sense of uh, fear and being being scared of being mocked and ridiculed because that's how uh, I was spoken to as a young child around that particular area. And did it have a major impact on my self-esteem? Absolutely it did because I always felt that in order to fit in or to be validated that I had to eat as much as they did and I had to gain weight and I had to be around the same size as these people were, were at the time they were saying this, this stuff to me. And so I never felt good enough. And it plagued me for a long time. I was always scared to really enjoy certain situations because, um, you know, like to play basketball, for example, I loved basketball, play basketball competitively. That was my number one thing growing up. But to put on a singlet was really scary for me, even though looking back at it, there's no reason to think that. But at the time, because I was told over and over that I was too skinny, that particular belief drove me to behave in a way it was I was scared to wear a singlet because of two reasons one uh, I was absolutely white and two I was skinny and so because I didn't because I didn't go out in the sun that much you know to get a tan because I was too white and I needed to expose my skin to get brown because I wasn't as athletically built as most of the other people I feared doing things as simple as putting on a singlet putting on a singlet and wearing it there came a point in time in my young adult phase of life where i knew i had to make some changes and it just wasn't physical changes although that's where it started it also started with dealing with some of the emotional issues that i had regarding myself and the value that i placed on myself which was very low and part of taking responsibility for myself and my own life was to look in the mirror and practice saying I love you it may sound corny or weird but it, for me it had to be done I had to look at myself in the mirror and I, I used to do this when no one was around because again it's 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 it feels ridiculous when you do it but it does work after a while is to reinforce the fact that there's nothing wrong with me yes that I can improve and become the best version of me and it's always an ongoing process of refinement but who I am is perfect. Who I am, there's no reason for other people to tell me differently and share their insecurities on me and make me feel inferior because that's how they feel. And so it started off by me looking in the mirror and giving a good honest look and by saying to myself in the mirror, Aaron, I love you. At first it felt really strange. But after a while, it started to feel more natural and comfortable. And it wasn't vanity. It was a good, honest approach to say, you know what? You're okay. There's, there's nothing wrong about you. And that you are fine as you are. And what that did for me is it kind of it liberated me from the past 
that I was good enough no matter what and that I do have value and that I am loved um, and that I respect myself. And I feel that's very important is first of all respecting yourself and loving yourself by saying that to you, to yourself, by saying that so then you can uh, recode the messages that you may have been told in the past that has affected the way that you see yourself. And when I told myself that over and over, when I started to tell myself other different messages or affirmations and put as much feeling into it, because that's extremely important, is the feeling you project behind or push behind the words, it started to come true. I started to feel more confident. I started to feel more at ease and at peace with myself because I knew that my value rested in my character. It didn't rest in other people's opinions. And it was a process. It, It took time to develop a level of respect and and love, but it was the consistent approach to finding ways to feel grateful, finding ways to praise myself, to accept praise from others. But what I've learned in the space of self-love is it isn't just being accepting of who you are. It It isn't just saying, oh, well, this is who I am and I'm okay with that. It's about realizing that you have so much to offer, that people love you, that people respect what you do, that you can help a lot of people with the gifts and talents that you have and you don't need to be afraid of it, that those people who are saying negative things about you or putting you down are only driving their own insecurities upon you and you don't need to be affected by that because that's on them, that's that's them displaying their character to you. And it's also giving you permission to go and live your life in a way that's fulfilling, purposeful, and it's able to affect and inspire other people. Self-esteem and self-love is driven or is developed by service to others, by providing help, love, and service to other people. As you help other people with their insecurities or their problems, or giving them encouragement, uplifting them, showing them love, your love for yourself and your value and self-esteem automatically rise. It's when we start to think about ourselves is when everything starts to diminish. So by getting out there, by doing service, by providing a service for someone, making someone else feel happy and valued and appreciated and important also drives that for you. It lifts that for you. And so it's a wonderful law. It's a wonderful system where we can help other people and in return we are helped in the same process. And I I feel that's really important in this journey of self-love, self uh, edification or validation is because we don't want to get caught in the concept of just accepting yourself. It's accepting who you can become. It's accepting that you are more than what you think you are. It's accepting that you're doing better than you think you are. It's accepting that you can put in 100% effort and you don't need to be held back by things that may be hindering your progress, that you can let that go and move forward, that you are good enough and capable enough to achieve, to overcome, to live, to grow. Because one of the uh, interesting things that I found was that in a three-year period, I had finally succeeded in building the physique that I always wanted. And then within a two-year period with heavy stress and uh, a turn of events in life, I lost a lot of that muscle mass and ended up almost at the start. And it was interesting to look in the mirror and see the difference, look at the Uh, comparison photos and see the difference and learn to discipline my disappointment because I knew what I was doing I knew that I was going my body was going to change from the stress I knew that I wasn't eating properly I knew what was going to happen so it wasn't a big shock 
but it still required me to let go of certain limiting beliefs around that time to give myself permission to find value in myself to actually restart build you know restart the process of building my body again and giving myself permission to go out and look after myself and my health and some of the things that were, were interesting that played my mind was telling myself how disappointed that I was that I got to the stage you know I had been ripped I had been you know, built all this muscle, I had achieved all of this um, success, and then it was gone. And then I had this, what I call a golem smeagol moment where you start to go back and forth with yourself, telling yourself how pathetic you look, how you looked so much better before, why did you do that to yourself? And then flipping over to the other side and saying, there's, there's nothing wrong with me, everything's fine. You know, I can get this back, I can rebuild it. There's no reason to be so disappointed and so upset with yourself or myself. And it's amazing this war that you have with your brain and your mind and you go back and forward, back and forward until you make a decision to let that go and just move forward in the direction that you want to go. That yes, that's where I am now is where I am now, but it doesn't mean I'm going to stay here and I need to get to work and do the work. And it was hard. At first, it was hard to go through the journey of rebuilding my body because every session I was thinking to myself, man, it wasn't long ago where I could do more than this, where this was my warm up and now it's my max weight, or this wasn't so hard before. And I had to play those games. And I just thought, you know, what? I'm just going to let that go because all I can do is focus on the work today. Just do the work and tomorrow, do the work, the next day, do the work. And before you know it, it's going to get back to where. I used to be but it was a process of letting go those thoughts and feelings and realizing that where I am now is reality why bother playing the mind games I accept the fact that I am almost as skinny as I was when I first started so what I need to focus now and shift the focus on what am I going to do about it to not feel that way what actions am I going to take on a consistent basis that's going to get me to feel that's the main word to feel different I just focused on the gym session, focused on the work, focused on the food, focused on uh, on doing what's necessary to make me feel that I'm on the right track again. And sure enough, it didn't take too long before I started to feel in the groove, things were starting to change, my body was looking different, it was growing, it's getting there. And it's all because I, I let go of the past. I couldn't rely on the fact that I was a personal trainer, that I was muscular or size, that I was this and that, I achieved all this, I couldn't rely on the past. I had to let that go and realize where I am now is where I am now and I need to focus on where I'm going and then put in the effort day by day with the mindset and the focus that where I'm going is all that matters. I hope that there's some gems, there's some nuggets there to help you think a little different and shift. From my own personal experience, I'm not diving into a lot of detail, I'm not diving into a lot of the story because a lot of it really doesn't doesn't matter it's just the fact that it's letting go it's not being defined by the past it's not being defined by other people it's not being defined by their insecurities it's by accepting where I am now is reality but it doesn't mean that's where I stay and if I want to change I must put in the effort and focus on the work that needs to be done on a consistent basis to make me feel different feel happier, feel more energetic, feel loved, feel whatever. By spending some time looking at yourself, giving you permission to love yourself, to 
accept that you have gifts and talents, there's value that you can provide in the community, in your family, in the marketplace that's going to benefit and lift and strengthen others that's going to in turn do the same for you that drives your self-esteem as people give you compliments that you accept them graciously and because what are they they're, what they're saying to you is a truth and then you cannot reject their gift by saying something negative in response so that's our episode today i just want to weigh that in i just want to share that i love to hear your comments on uh, maybe what stood out to you what your journey what your story's like in terms of this self-love movement what what are your opinions i love to know what they are as well so please comment below or send me an email Aaron at AaronOsman.com. I'd love to hear your insights and your opinions about this topic and this movement. All right, take care. Have a great day. I look forward to connecting with you again in the next episode. Peace.